Step into the incense and whiskey sanctuary with mindfulness enthusiasts and verified whiskey lovers, Mecca and Ashley, as they discuss all the random topics they love, from mindfulness to memes. This is Ashley. And this is Mecca. Hey, 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 it's Incense and Whiskey. Welcome back. On today's episode, we are talking about all things Black television. All things. You know how Issa Rae was like, I'm rooting for everybody Black. We are here to talk about all the Black television. And we are joined by a special guest, my longtime friend, Mr. Brandon Northington. Yay, Crockles <laughs> Wild. Just so y'all know, Brandon is, a TV and movie aficionado. Brandon, let the people know your, like, let them know. Tell them the background. Why should they trust you? (laughs) Uh, For sure. First, uh, Ashley Mecca, thank you for having me on. Again, my name is Brandon Northington. I'm from Georgetown, Kentucky, a small town right outside of Lexington, currently living in the DMV area. I'm an attorney with a medium-sized firm where I manage pre-litigation for personal injury cases. Um, But yeah, in my spare time, I love spending time with family, friends, a good game of spades, reading, movies, and television. Um, I, I love it. Absolutely. You know, and it's, um, it's a great place to, to escape, to see other stories told, to, to learn, to see yeah. culture, to see people that look like me on screen in different roles. I just yes. absolutely love it. I think that's really a good point to make, you know, even outside of the television shows, but just understanding that. TV is also used as an escapism and a learning tool, right? So, you know, I know a lot of people pride themselves on saying, oh, I don't watch that much TV or I don't know what's going on. I'm just so busy. But Brandon is a really good example of someone that is accomplished and he sounds like he makes his goals and he still likes TV. Like, <laughs> oh, for sure. Like when, I think that's beautiful. Yeah, you know, I, I, I try to go, you know, travel a lot of places when I'm flying back and forth. I'm always downloading shows on the on the uh, on the Kindle. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I used to be a reader on the plane. Now I'm I'm watching shows and movies. You know, it's a good time <laughs> to catch up. You know, after a long day at work, you know, yeah. brief, pour me a little drink and just chill out and watch a show. I mean, last night I was watching the, the first episode of Kanye West's docu series, which was oh, fantastic. Really, really? What? I mean, you don't really get to see someone's like. They're upcoming, them really rising, right? Yeah. You you see docu- documentaries where there's pictures, there's clips from like different TV shows or award shows, but my man had a camera with him from 2001. What? Yeah, what? yeah this know? is like built over the last decade. Like it's not yes. like a flashback is what you're getting at, right? Be like they no. were filming this in like live During. real life. So did During he like, know in 2001 is that he wanted to be documenting himself? No, Probably. so that's not how it happened. Well, that's right. That's what you think. But no, I mean, you see this young, you know, 24, 25 year old Kanye and someone saw enough in him to say, hey, I want to record your journey. Oh, and, wow. you know, that's how it starts. And that whole process is explained in the show. And listen, I don't want to give anything away, but it's one of the best things I've seen on television. I mean, because, again, you're, you're not seeing the interviews. You're not having people reflect. You're in it. You know, we're mm-hmm. seeing Donda West. We're going to the house that they, you know, when they when they rebuilt the house for, you know, the Donda album, like you he goes into the house and looks at his bedroom and I mean you're seeing all this in what was real time then it, it's fantastic 
It's only the first episode. I can't wait to see the rest. I'll check this out for sure. For sure. So thinking about seeing ourselves on screen, what were some of your favorite shows to to watch um, that you felt like, yeah, like I see myself in this. This is totally what I want to, I want to watch. What was like one of the first shows you can think of? I mean, I think everyone kind of thought and, and dreamt of the opportunity to like move with their rich uncle, right? So Fresh yeah. Prince is, is, is number one, right? You know, no matter yeah. what your your home situation is, I mean, unless you're already coming from, you know, a, a high net worth, but, you know, that it was just amazing. Love Fresh Prince. Um, Martin is just hilarious. Um, but I think really what the culturally that affected me the most having attended two HBCUs was a different world. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, different worlds where I saw myself first. I, yeah, absolutely. Love a different world. I've seen it all the way through three or four times. Um, timeless characters, um, great stories, really, you know, focusing and challenging on the 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 issues at the time with, with HIV and pregnancy and, and discrimination. I mean, it was just an awesome show. And again, you know, I didn't know what HBCUs were, were growing up in Georgetown, Kentucky, albeit, you know, K-State's down the street, but I didn't know that there was this world of HBCUs and mm. Hampton, Howard's, Morehouse, Spelman, you know, these, yeah. these awesome schools that are, you know, cultivating these amazing leaders that I like to think myself as being one of. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it definitely was a catalyst to a lot of uh, African-Americans going to college. Yeah. Oh, for experience, sure. Even if, you know, they, they wasn't going to get an experience just like that, but it gave them hope for this experience. So I have to tell you all and give your reaction to this. I read an article once and I may get this wrong and I'll try to see if I can cite it on the back end um, for everybody to look up sometime. But I read an article once about kind of what we'll call like the Black TV renaissance during that time period, right? So you had Fresh Prince, you had uh, Family Matters, I think was also around the same time. Mm-hmm. And these may not be in, you know, a chronological order, but you also had Living Single, you know, there was like proof of concept that Black television uh, or shows with primarily Black cast had an audience, like there was an audience for it and the networks couldn't get enough of it for a time period or they had like their fill. And then there was this like every it like it went dead like it went dead these shows went off air and then we had this time period where we didn't have this steady stream of different networks exploring primarily primarily black tv or black character cast um and so i want to get your reaction to that like did you also feel that without like recognizing that that was maybe intentionally happening with the networks after you know, Fresh Prince Raps or anything like that. What were you watching after that? Like, do you remember? Yeah, no, I, I think kind of while it was happening, I didn't notice it as much. But being reflective, you know, I can look at a timetable of shows and say well, there's a, a gap in the space of time, right? There's yeah. there's something missing. And, um, you know, speaking to the article that you just read, I, I recently saw an article in The Hollywood Reporter where it was actually giving praise to the UPN era and how it, you know, had all these yeah. African-American shows um, and then, you know, with the merger with UPN and WB and, you know, everything that happened, how that has fallen off. And now that's the CW, which maybe they have a Black show or two. I'm not sure. But now it's 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 definitely catered to a different audience. But, yeah, it, I think the reason I know so many shows like I do is because of the reruns I was watching, right? It, it was, you know, searching for, you know, looking for those over and over again or filling them with, you know, other TV that I wasn't as interested in. But it was just, you know, let me watch what's available. Um, you know, even thinking to back when we were kids. I mean, we had great television for kids, Keenan and Kale, 
Um, yes. We had Smart Guy, Sister, Sister, um, even smaller, Gullah Gullah Island. I mean, there was like black television for us, I think kind of in all stages when we were growing up, not even, you know, just like the older kind of more mature content, like a Living Single or Martin, um, which did a really good job of balancing, you know, made it family friendly, right? There were a lot of things that I, when I was a kid, I didn't understand. And then I went back and watched it and was like, oh, snap, that, that's a funny joke, right? I get it right. because I have, I'm, I'm older now, right? Um, but yeah, it's, it's just interesting. At one point, they saw an opportunity to make money, and then it was like, yeah, this this era has passed. As if black people yeah. just stopped watching TV, and you know, let's get on to the next. Um, I, partially, I think the reality uh, series is responsible for that because you see your influx of um, love and hip hops, basketball wives. Um, uh, who was it? My man, um, flavor for the love. What was it? Uh, flavor of love. Flavor we were just love. About that recently. You see yeah. those kind of shows. I think start to take the spot of these kind of sitcoms um as a whole at least that's my opinion no that's i think really you're right i mean i was i've read an article similar to what you're saying like in the 1980s and the 1990s when we saw a flux of more african-american shows or shows with more black people on there and then you get into like the early 2000s and it wasn't as many and then you like fast forward a little bit and you bring on like what girlfriends and um that was what did you have girlfriends the game and something else there was like a little period of yeah and that um, was also like the cw at that yeah point. and then once know. those kind of shows died off brandon you're right we did go into reality tv and that being like the primary place where you saw black people on television and but so, you only saw like one kind of black people. that's true right. which we talked about <laughs> like a menstrual show maybe I don't know maybe it's too harsh you know like uh. yeah no I think that all of that is true and um I think it's really interesting to see where we are now I think that to to our both all of our points um in the discussion so far is kind of you see this trickle effect and I think maybe we've seen a new influx of shows right with uh Blackish came on to the scene on ABC and then you had Issa Rae with Insecure on HBO, and now you have Harlem on Prime, and um, and now Bel Air. Are you reading? Are you watching Bel Air, Brandon? Let us know. L- listen, I flew <laughs> out of Louisville Sunday morning. And the Wait. first thing I did was download the episodes to watch on the plane. Like I was <laughs> on the plane, just getting it. Like I need to talk to somebody about this, right? Because really, I, oh my gosh, loved it. I. So my plane was, my flight was delayed. So I started watching the first episode in the gate and I'm just in it, you know, uh, tablet propped up on my bag and I'm just watching it, just getting it like flight delayed. I don't care. I'm, <laughs> I'm loving everything that's happening right now. And, you know, another fun fact about myself, I am a member of Alpha Phi Fraternity Incorporated. So you got Uncle Phil as an alpha, like, come on. I mean, it, it's just amazing. <laughs> you got, you know, and then I, I found out, so, you know, talking back to different worlds. So, you know, there's always, you know, presence of Greeks and a lot of alphas there. One of the same gentlemen that was stepping in um, a different world, he credits himself as being like Hollywood's first stepmaster. He actually helped facilitate the alphas being placed in Bel Air and was on on scene. And so I got to see some behind the footage, behind the scenes footage. But he was posting. I mean, just mm-hmm. this whole connection between you know then and now and everything. So absolutely love it. I mean, it's completely different. It's not comedy at all. It is a yeah. drama. It's a it, drama series? It, oh, it's Yeah, drama. how do you feel about that? Uh, how do you feel about the original Fresh Prince being a, comed- a comedy and then you have Bel Air being a drama, not even a dramedy. Like a I think drama. it shows the, t- the t- signs of the time. 
yeah. yeah, that's an interesting right? way to look at it. What are your thoughts, Brittany? I, I, I think that's definitely a fair assessment. I also like that it's not just redoing the show because, mm-hmm. you know, as a fan, just having it redone in, in you know, modern times, if you will, would be this credit, right? The, mm-hmm. the social media, take the, I mean, so much has changed, right? Since the early 90s when Fresh Prince um, first premiered. Um, I think it's done a great job. The first episode, I think, was a little sped up to really tell and kind of lay out that story, which is what we got in the intro of Fresh Prince, you know. Um, but once they got past that, things have kind of slowed down a little bit. And, you know, questions that I had were immediately answered, like, oh, you can't just leave Philly and go to L.A. think people aren't going to find you in the social media. And then that, that kind of, you know, that happens. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, it's, right. it's realistic in that sense. Like, because I'm like, you just can't run away from things like you could back then, right? right. And then not allowing it to happen. Um, and so I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Jeffrey is a whole new role. He's no longer like the butler. He's the house manager. The house manager. The yeah, house I saw manager. that. Yeah. Yeah, they modernized the show for sure. yeah he just be chilling to me i'm like what what you doing you know <laughs> but um, speaking of like Hillary. speaking of learning how to live though like also people i mean i was telling mecca on another episode that i learned about hiring private chefs and chartering boats and stuff from real reality television so like thinking about what does it mean to have a house manager you know you're seeing that now on scripted television with, with bel-air it sounds like yeah, because I, I still don't know what that means, and I can't wait to <laughs> learn more. I, you know, I mean, I imagine the house manager's paying the light bill and different stuff, but I'm like, yeah, they can you just outsource the that to, like, a virtual <laughs> assistant? I just like, the do I need a person <laughs> in my face for that? Like, so what, what is his what is his spill going to be? Meg, I think uh, I heard you just ask about Hillary. I, her role, again, is still nods to her past. You know, she went to school, she dropped out, but now she's really focused on being a creative. Um, she, she's cooking, she's a chef. And so, you know, again, I was looking for Jeffrey oh, wow. to make breakfast. Here's Hillary, you know, chefing up in the kitchen. And I'm like, huh. Um, I would say, I, you know, again, credits to the original show. You know, Aunt Viv, we do have, you know, a darker skin, if you will, Aunt Viv, which is, you know, um, clear um, not to the original Aunt Viv. Um, but just, I mean, beautiful people across the scene. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with little Ashley because, you know, you know she just pops up, I think, a little bit in the first episode. Will is a little older. I want to say when the original show started, he was a sophomore in the dramedy. He's now a junior. So it's moving a little faster there. Um, his love interest, Lisa, he doesn't meet in college, but they go to the same prep school. Um, and so the, the little changes, um, obviously I can recognize as a fan, but I, I like it. I don't mind it. I didn't go into it, you know, wanted to be the same, want to get something fresh, new, and uh, I'm here for it. I like That's that. Amazing. I like that um, assessment, especially a, I think it, I keep going back to the signs of the time because it was okay to have something light and funny then. Now you really have to be more realistic because everybody's on this, like, they're ready to counsel you out in five seconds. So That's fair. it had to be, it had to be like something that people can actually kind of relate to. I, and I'm not saying that everybody can relate to this. I would assume probably not. But is there any other shows that are, uh, that we had in the past, maybe the 90s, early 2000s, that you guys would want to see rebooted that hasn't been rebooted? Mm, a reboot well I'll, I'll i'll say this so you know first prince of course they had their reunion and i think that was a great way to kind of tee up this idea for bel-air which if i'm not mistaken was based on fan fiction and they took it and ran with it martin is set to um record a 30-year reunion on bet plus really? i didn't know yeah. that yeah wow. again i keep i keep my ear to the ground you know i'm, I'm for not real? Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that listen, there it. will be They'll be filming February 20th. Um, I did not get an invite. It's okay. But um, so, you get know. Get the man an invite, y'all. Get him <laughs> invite. 
um I you know it. i wonder if they're setting up to do something or if it's just a reunion you know mm. who's to say right but you know if i had to pick one my number one a different world has to be i, I would love to see it i mean especially well, you know everything that- that's going on go ahead i'm sorry did you see they did this like road trip sh- this road trip show i think it was on bravo where they took a lot of these older shows and they went on a road trip with some of the ca- original cast members and different world did a road trip show did you see that one I saw that's the only one I saw. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of all of them. Yeah, that, that's the yeah, one that's I was, that one has my That was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> of all of them, that's the only okay, I got it. That, that, um, yeah, that's, yeah. No, I think I think that I would love to see that Martin reunion. Ashley, is there any that you would want to see rebooted? I think Brandon brought up a really good point. And I think also as a newer as a newer mom. I would want to see a reboot of something for, for the kids. Like I remember Bella Bella Island and really appreciating it. And I think I was a little bit older than that demographic. I recently had my husband rewatch uh, the proud family. It was because he never saw it. Like I would like to see some more of that for the children, but family matters was close to my heart. And the, you know, the, the love between um, Urkel and what is the girl's name? That Lisa. Was- Lisa. Lisa. It's always a Lisa. There was a Lisa Turtle. <laughs> there was the Lisa Winslow. Yeah. And then what was Lisa's last name on Fresh Print? Whatever. She was a Lisa. Yeah. Um, but no, I would like to see a reboot of some more of the like the children's shows, to be honest, as a new mom, because I would like to be able to um, experience that with my daughter as yeah. she grows up. Yeah, I can see that. What about you, Maker? Right. I was just thinking about that. I, it's like I'm torn between uh, girlfriends and living single. Um, oh yeah which one would you want to see as a movie versus like a reboot of a show girlfriends as a movie okay yeah so many things left off that we just don't know what happened Mm -hmm. um and then the game came on so i would say girlfriends as a movie living single like they could do like a limited series you know i do get everyone's busy and 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 and, um it makes it it would make sense you know for an entire uh, multi-series but i think a limited series will be okay but something where they had the characters of Kyle Barker and Maxine on a show like as a married like they were a married couple a couple I have to think of what show it was oh was it was it um was it uh Girls Run the World no was she married I I can't remember exactly what it was but they came back as their characters and they were married and Kyle was like a playwright and Maxine he had like decided to be a playwright and Maxine was like you know this big high power corporate lawyer what have you and it was all they were still like arguing and banter with each other and I thought it was really cool to see those characters on a different show so that like that kind of crossover effect would be really cool also um to see as well but I'm a big fan of living single and I don't I you're right there I don't see them being able to come back together like Queen Latifah is too busy Could, could it be a new before. living single with like new cast members? Or I would like watch a new living it? single. Yeah, yeah, I would watch a new living single. I feel single. like Girls Run the World. Is that what it's called? That is the show on Showtime. Was that loosely? I can't remember. I feel like there was some talk around that being loosely based off of Living Single because isn't Max on that show? Max oh, I don't know. But what I do know is like her. the formula is still there, right? You have this yeah. group of friends living in the city and their like interaction with each other. Yeah, I think the formula, yes. like there's nothing wrong with formula. Let's not break the formula. <laughs> but whether it's in the context of like a crossover or a drama versus a comedy versus a dramedy, I think uh, to Brandon's point, it's great to see 
the story reimagined in different ways, but that formula of like a group of friends being connected or, you know, um, relationships between Martin, G- Martin and Gina, for example, like, I think that plays well and it's true to life and there's the authenticity to it that I would enjoy. I would like to, you know, continue to see for sure. Yeah. What about the Cosby show? Uh, you know, that one's tough. You know, it's, the Cosby show, I mean, put so many people on, um, was, I mean, had such a long run. I mean, if it wasn't 10 years, it was, you know, a little over. I mean, it started in 80 something, I want to say 84 and, you know, ran until, you know, whenever in the, in the nineties, but then everything with Bill Cosby personally, it's, it's tough. Um, I mean, a beautiful show, you know, um, did a great job, gave us Raven Simone, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, I can't recall that his name was Cole from uh, Martin. You know, he was yeah. there. At Cockroach. Yeah, I forgot um, about that. There were a lot of actors. You know, yeah. Like yeah. so many. Um, who I think Alicia Keys was on the episode, right? Yeah. When she was no. a little girl. For real? Yeah. Was. Yeah. yeah. She was. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. Um, was it Gabrielle Union or Taraji or Essence? One of the. I think Gabrielle Union. Was a Gabrielle Union had a little role on there before. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, you're right. A lot of a lot of stars were on that show. I wonder if there if some some remake of that formula, that family concept, would help to like to celebrate the art without necessarily you know bringing attention back to you know the the like the unfortunate legacy of Bill Cosby at the you know at the forefront of it all i think sitcoms are hard just in general now the you know folks attention span is different you know a Mm -hmm. sitcom is what what 16 18 minutes you know my commercials whatever um people like series you know and something longer more content um i think a a one that was there's been a few that have been done really well that have gone off air like sitcoms they just they just don't make it anymore you know i've seen Mm -hmm. on netflix hulu you know different you know primetime stations they don't make it. Um, I, it was the, I can't call his name. It, he was a, he's a comedian and he had one. Um, and it was, it was very funny, very punchy. Um, was it on Netflix? Uh, no, I, I want to say it, it may have come on. I have to look at it. the Carlisle, Carlisle show. The, Car- the Carlisle show. I oh, was, I love that yeah. show. Yeah. Yes. Tiffany so, Haddish was on that show. Yeah. It was so good. It didn't yeah. make it. I mean, that show was, yeah. it was, it was a very funny show. You're right. It was a very funny show. And it was yeah. family oriented in that way in terms of the formula. Yes. I remember the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I mean, like if Carlisle show can't make it, what can make it? You know, yeah, like, it's fair. hard for sitcoms. So maybe if they brought it back in a different form, maybe, but they would have to change the name and rewrite the narrative. And maybe we're following you know, Raven Simone and her family now and that dynamic and, you know, they've kind of moved on, but it's possible. I mean, Roseanne did it, you know, Roseanne came back and when she had her controversy, they removed her from the show and kept it going. So yeah, it's possible. Hmm. Did you watch, uh, so did you watch the game? Did you all both watch the game? Mm-hmm. I did. The original. The original, right. So my understanding is they're doing not a full reboot, but it's something done focus on Tasha Mack as a character, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, it's done a standout already. character. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, the game. Definitely have to check that out. The- I, I was just talking about that earlier today. I actually, um, they did a good job with just kind of like highlighting her and just nodding to the former characters. Yeah. It's, it's more focused on her and her relationship with her son 
and the dynamics with her husband. And then they kind of brought in the one of the uh, Star Wars, Jace, Jason Pitts, his daughter, as a, another starring um starring role on a sitcom i think they did a good job i mean she was she could be a show by herself anyway so yeah i don't i didn't feel like anything was lacking i still thought it was funny yeah oh that care i mean like i said I, I felt like that was a standout character and i would i need to go check out that show like a whole show based on her would be absolutely entertaining i believe so. what about okay so you know we got like a a I don't know, we got a, a in bulk when we got 20s, bigger, boomerang, um, you know, the list goes on when, with this BET Plus. Those, I feel like we got a bulk of young, coming of age, black people on these yeah. shows, right? Like it came in bulk and fast. Did you guys watch any of those? Bigger, boomerang, 20s, any of the... Yeah, I try to watch everything. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I like to be current, right, and see what's going on. Um, I like Boomerang. Again, I, I think I like the concept, um, you know, continuing from the movie, his kids mm-hmm. kind of taking over the legacy. Thought that was great. Um, what was the one on Netflix that was a movie that made it this show, and it just fell off. It got really, it didn't do as well. It was in net. It was it. It was on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. And they started singing in the end. Ugh, what was the name of it? Oh, was Loretta Devine on it? Family reunion is what I think you're thinking of. Loretta Devine is um, on that. Not that. It was they. They were in college. Um, oh. What's I thinking of? I'm, I'm trying to look through my list of shows now. It's a long list. Um, why are you looking at that this is like proof that there there are these shows out there like the upshaws was on netflix remember if i don't know if you all caught that like there's these shows out here and they're they're in these like disparate platforms right you have some on the streaming services you have some on network television that maybe keenan has a sitcom right now that's supposed to be family oriented around uh you know keenan thompson the comedian and then lil rel had a show temporarily that was supposed to be family oriented so there's just like these fits of the shows a lot of on different platforms. A lot of comedians. Yeah, yeah like a lot of comedians. So what, what about the content though? Like, I feel like the content, like in the earlier, when we talk about the 90s, early 20s, the content was a little bit more meatier and layered as opposed to like now. Mm-hmm. With the exception of, and I don't want to pronounce her name wrong, with Lead the Way. Oh, Lena Ways. Lena Way. yeah. Her content is a little bit more deeper when you look at like, um, I guess I guess Shy Town or the Shy shouldn't. I don't know if that would be considered what we're talking about because that was more of a drama series, right? Not a, a sitcom. Yeah, definitely. What do you think about the content versus now, currently, and early '90s, twenty? Like the the yeah, the content that they are actually putting out. I think it really goes to again the times and technology. One episodes had to be able to stand on their own. You didn't have these kind of underlaying plots because you know if you missed friday night tgif right you, you might not catch it again unless you were recording with a vhs right and then you know mm-hmm. we, we we have uh tivo and you know we start getting these dvr devices um but now it's very much so if you didn't see the first one and you just committed at three you need to go back to the beginning right because they're all mm-hmm. building and continuing and so I, I like that right it's like no one's going to sit down and watch a seven lo- seven hour long movie but if you break it up in a 30 minute section 
people would crush it, you know? <laughs> and so um, so the stories, I think, get get thicker because they can tell more and they can have more direction. Um, and, you know, there's all these subplots, right? Um, so I've enjoyed that with newer TV as opposed to the old, because you got some kind of subplots, but they couldn't do as much, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, from, from what I, you know, recall. But um, I enjoy it. And there's a lot of good content. I mean, like you said, we're in a time now where, it, you know, we had went to this high, we hit this low, mm-hmm. kind of back up down, and it's just booming right now. Like it, it's exploding every day. There's something new. I think I just wrote down two new shows I need to watch today. Right? Like it's there's so much yeah. out there, and you know, with with the uh, the ones that you were mentioning, twenties, Harlem, Boomerang, Harlem just got signed for a second season, so really yeah. excited about that. I'm excited about um, that. I mean, there, there's there's a lot out there, and I I think that um, you know, folks are getting recognized, and we're having not only just a lot of black people in front of the camera, but also behind in the writing rooms, in the production, in directing, which, you know, our stories are being told in a more authentic way. Right. I do agree with that. I mean, we didn't even touch on like a Shonda Rhimes or oh, yeah. we didn't even touch on like, and I know because we were trying to kind of going on with like sitcoms, but like even the flux of that have come in on ABC with the grays and the scandals, um, private practice where it wasn't necessarily black TV, but there was a sprinkle in and like the main characters were um, black women. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I do, I have enjoyed seeing that. Um, I, that's way more than what we've seen, you know, in prior past. So that's been a plus. Yeah. I, I think, you know, it's just, if I could give anyone their flowers now, it would certainly be Issa Rae. I mean, okay. obviously it's, you know, what she's done with Insecure. I mean, and obviously her story is amazing going from, uh, you know, YouTube stories and being able to get a deal with HBO and just being authentic to who she is, L.A., her neighborhood, restaurants, Black art, Black culture. I mean, everything from what she was wearing to the music. It was just, it, it was sad to see it go. You know, I, I enjoyed oh, how they wrapped so it up, but it was like, it, it really felt like an, an, an end to an era, yeah. you know. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what, you know, Issa Rae continues to produce as a creator um but you know her show has just at this point for me has been like the epitome of this new kind of black hollywood mm-hmm. um, and what it means and the responsibility that we have to tell these stories um and to buy us for us right i mean it, it oh, she's just done such an amazing job you know, if i ever see her i just want to shake her hand you know and say thank i know you. You know? i'm thank a you. huge fan um her creativity is like bomb i think i told you actually i, I watched her master class and the way she even goes about how to set up one episode on like what brings you in. It's the thought of why is this person waking up? Why am I going to sit in front of my TV and watch this person start their day? How are they starting their day? Who's immediately in this, in this piece to like draw us in like her, her creativity on even how she creates one episode is not like a formula for like a cut and paste for everything else. So Mm -hmm. I do enjoy that piece. She's, yeah, she's super multi-talented. I can't wait to see what else she's creating. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. My Sunday nights will not be the same, you know? It, it was the end of an era. It really was. And Have you guys seen that meme that's been going around? It's like, so that was Insecure, and then there was this meme going around with another picture called Secure. No. No, I that? haven't seen that one. You have to look for it. And no, someone's like, oh my God, is this true? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, wait, I know what you're talking about. They like, made up like as if there's gonna be another show yes and it was called yes. secure exactly yeah. like with her picture and it's like secure yeah and oh, we should have like, all known we were getting punked on that one. my like, heart couldn't take it he was ready to move on for sure right 
No, I do. I do enjoy a good laugh. And I feel like um, it was interesting that we were talking about some of the, all the new shows, but I feel like a lot of comedians are having this option to like have these shows, you know, you know, I think the first time I ever seen a comedian on a sitcom might have been the Steve Harvey show. I was going to say probably the Steve Harvey show. Yeah, Steve sure. Harvey. And that was a funny show, a funny concept as well. Yeah. Um, have you all seen Abbott Elementary? No. Yes. Oh, yes. Mecca, you got to watch it. It is the funniest thing I have seen. Why is it funny? Tell me. It's about, and Brandon, feel free to like uh, jump in here. It's about, uh, it's it's Quinta, is it Quinta Brunson? Is her, that her last name? Yeah. So she, Quinta, is a comedian, and but she plays this teacher in like an inner city school in Philadelphia, and it's kind of filmed in the in the vein of uh, what The Office, for example, okay. kind of like that yes. that kind of humor, and um, it's just really funny about her being like a, a really like earnest teacher in this inner city school with like the more experienced teachers that are like girl slow down <laughs> you know and the principal is like nobody knows how she got to be the principal she doesn't know what she's doing it's just really all right so there's some talented. real stuff going on it's, catch it yeah, she catch it Shirley Ralph is top notch. I love Shirley. Oh my god, so funny. She's so funny. She I met her in person, like right before the pandemic hit. She is a lovely in person. She's uh, a lovely person. I that's so that. nice. Well, I mean, we yeah. have so much to be excited for in terms of TV and um, seeing black characters, and I hope that continues to be the case with creators like Issa Rae and now Quinta. And yeah, I'm really I mean, excited I feel about like- it these like networks and like these Amazon and, and Netflix are allowing the freedom. I think before, when you're looking at the big networks, if you couldn't get on the big networks, then that was it. But now that they have these streaming services and all these like one-offs, like, you know, like the Paramounts and discoveries, I don't know. They're just like, I'm not going to say allowing they're open to more diversity um, when it comes to these sitcoms. So I think that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they, they need content. Right. And it's like, because, I mean, I often think, like, how does Netflix make money, right? So they put a movie out. It's not like they're selling tickets. You right. get my same subscription whether I watch it or not, right? So, like, but what keeps me on Netflix is the content they're creating, right? So it's just a machine, content, content, content. And like you said, there's so many options. If you got a show idea and you can't pitch it to, to Netflix, you can go to Hulu. You can go to Discover. Right. You can go to Disney and BT. I mean, there's Tubli. I mean, Tubi. Like, there's just so many options. Yeah. Like, there's and it's probably like 10 and popped up since we've been talking, right? Like, oh, seriously, I love it. Like, we need to go start a streaming service. <laughs> let's, let's do it, you know? Yeah. That's it. Amongst everything else. I think, I mean, I love it because, you know, yes, it was only what four or five big networks at first, and now there's so many options. Yeah. Yeah. So that's options. a good thing. I don't know what is what are you guys currently watching right now? Like, what's your jam right now? It doesn't even have to be like a comedy. What's your jam right now? Um, Euphoria, um, mm-hmm. definitely watching Euphoria. Love that Abbott Elementary. I like Euphoria. Um, and I think Euphoria. You know, Dare put out a comment a couple of weeks ago saying how they thought that um, the 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 drug use was being like glamorized or whatever but I'm like mm-hmm. no if you'd have waited one episode <laughs> you'd right. have seen you know just a downfall and I it's I don't think it's necessarily reality but I don't think they're just painting you know drug use and different things in this this positive light I mean there's I think they're doing a good job telling the story so far so excited to see where that's going to go um you know it, it's great I mean I got some, some some great talent there um what else um I'm, I'm catching up on uh 
Queen uh, Queen Sugar. Oh, which, I like Queen Sugar a lot. It's been what really interesting. This is I'm on the I'm catching up on the COVID season. Oh, and okay. So it's been interesting to watch because it's like we've lived it, and I, I've never I haven't really you know some shows did kind of show COVID or whatever, but this one it's it's really showing how like farmers were affected, mm-hmm. and you know so many different people and things I hadn't considered. And I'm watching. I'm like, wow, like. I was very privileged. I never was furloughed or laid off. I continued to work. And I know, you know, just thinking like, okay, people would at um, restaurants and different people got affected, but I, I never considered farmers. And so if the farmers can't work, the drivers and, yep. you know, just so that I didn't think about, I didn't think oh, about wow. it so deeply. And I was like, man, like so many people got hit so hard and it, it's just so sad. So um, catching up on that, just finished watching Queens. That just, uh, that season one just. Um, oh, we didn't even, finished. I like Queens. I like it's what great. they do with that. Yeah. Queens is great. Yeah. 50 How many verse. options? I'm heavy in the 50 verse. Everything 50 didn't put out. I assume. <laughs> uh, so you on force right now. Those, I'm on force right now, rocking out with Tommy in Chi-Town. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's lit. 50, he's on to something. You know, he, he didn't did it. So, uh, yeah, no, little Tariq running around New York. He get around more with no car. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> Wait, you know I said, how is this dude got no car? He like, he doing the most. Okay. <laughs> absolute. Yeah, the absolute so most. Those are the big things. Um, and then right now I'm just really heavy in the movies because it's Oscar season. Uh, but that's an aside. But uh, so yeah, th- those are the shows I'm currently watching. Okay, I like it. I like it. Ashley, are you into anything right now? Uh, I'm strong. I'm heavy on Abbott Elementary. I don't get to watch a lot of television, so sitcoms are where a sweet spot for me right now. Before I doze off on the couch, having you know the baby in the background, but Abbott Elementary is is getting it for me. It looks like I'm gonna have to check out Bel Air very yeah. soon, actually. Yeah. How about you, Mecca? Uh, Euphoria. I'm definitely watching that. I finished Ozark not too long ago. Um, Queens finished up on that. The cleaning lady, I don't know how I got roped up into the cleaning lady, but the cleaning lady is actually really good. Mm. 4,400, like I'm all into time lapse. So 4,400 is one of those shows that I absolutely love. Um, And then, you know, I'll do a Netflix, like I just did the Tinder, I did, I watched the Tinder Swindler. Yeah, Yeah, that was crazy. I don't know if you've seen that, but that was crazy. Uh, That's on my weekend watch. The capital C. Yeah. Do we have to have it do a, do a part two? Bro, I literally was back? watching. I was like, if we don't talk, talk about, about this, I'm a burst. All right, we're gonna watch There's it. There's so many layers to what I want to say. Okay. Ashley, we're gonna do a part this. two. Just remember yeah. your yeah. enemies. Just remember oh, that. Oh, <laughs> <enemy>? <laughs> Just remember your enemies. Yeah. Oh shoot. <laughs> oh, you said remember your enemies. Yeah. That's what he said. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch it this weekend so I can understand. We're gonna have a reconvene. We're gonna have to bring back B North. Yeah. And that was interesting. Game. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, and then yeah, all the Fifty Cents uh, Force. I'm watching that one. I'm a. I like. I like that character and I like that storyline. So, yeah, I'm sure it's more. I have a list like in my notes section that I like literally write. And anytime I watch something, <laughs> like tracking, I sit. I like put it on there so I can remember. And people's like, "Oh, what are you watching?" And then I just send it in the list. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm looking at, you know. Exactly. Oh, wow. yeah. oh my god, we're not about it. Y'all are organized about it. Listen, it is be. Thing. no games. No games. I see. It's too it's much a- content out here. And then I'm like, oh, this show's back on. I didn't know. Oops, I forgot. Let me keep up with this one. Like, god, there's no yeah. way you watch all this and you know you but you gotta have a list. Oh, the the reboot of the Wonder Years. Fantastic. Oh, that I wanted to watch. Oh that. yes. 
See? Yeah. Great I want to show you that on the list. I forgot I love, about that. Yeah, let me put that on the list, actually. I love the original. I'm loving the reboot, you know, told from the perspective of us. I, uh, it's great. I mean, yeah, I should so totally many. check that one out, actually, for sure. I'm going to put that on the list because I totally forgot about the Wonder Years. Yeah. That's great. Well, another one on B. Oh, Yo, I'm sorry. I just want to throw one more out there um, yeah. on BT plus the Miss Pat show. Is Hilarious. that good? Oh, she's a comedian. Hilarious. Right? Another comedian. Uh, I like it because one, well, I like to cuss. So I don't, you know, I don't want to cuss on the show, but <laughs> she goes off, right? Like it's, you know, it's like watching a sitcom, but can cuss. And so she's quick to cuss the kids out. And she's a comedian, like in real life and on the show. So yeah. from that dynamic, would recommend 10 out of 10 as well. I mean, I think it's funny. Sitcom, light and easy. You're going to definitely get some laughs in. I have to check that one out too. All right, y'all just added my my list has now tripled. I'm just yeah, adding. Don't, don't worry, I'll text you. Don't worry. Yeah, text me and text. Don't forget. All right, well, be north. Let the people know where can they find you if they want to chop it up some more on you know television, movies, all things, all the things. Where can they find you? Sure, um, mostly on Instagram. B dot north. Um, B like period north. Um, yeah, hit me up. Add me. Follow me. I'll follow you back. Shoot me a message, and uh, we'll love to get into it. <laughs> thanks b no this has been good and i love a good kiki about tv show so this is like right up my alley actually already know like i will be like can we talk for five minutes about this show because i gotta get this off my chest and there's gonna be a half hour <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we're gonna have to do a part two <laughs> right ashley said we want to talk about some shows i said there ain't no problem right right all right now this has been good Catch us next time on Incense and Whiskey. In the meantime, take a breath, have a sip. <laughs>